You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. So, hey, hi. Hi. Welcome. Homance Chronicles. It's going to be a great time. I'm really excited about this. I have to tell you this now because I can. I saved this for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I did start listening to the songs that we would hear in the bar as we were going through, you know, the later 20s, Homance Chronicles, the early stages, what we're going to call our vintage stories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I turned on that music in the car today. Oh, really? Yeah. On your seven-minute drive to my house? I mean, I Did got, you feel inspired by I turned well, up. two songs? I was, I was <laughs> turned up for a moment, and I had to quell that excitement, but I'm feeling it again. What did you listen to? What did you pick? Um, you know, honestly, <laughs> that shitty techno, like, too drunk to know what they're saying, but I know some moves to put down while I'm listening to it. Shit. <laughs> so you're feeling super inspired? Yep, I am. Okay. It took me back. It took I, me back yeah, to the days. I'm going to play it in my head as we talk it out. Talk it out. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. So, hi, I'm Sarah, and this is Nicole. Hi. And we're going to talk to you about our Homance Chronicles. I guess we should start with telling everybody what... Homance means? Yeah. Well, the the genius that I am (laughs) decided that our friendship needed a title. And why do do men get to have bromance, but women don't have anything? Right. So obviously, homance is the natural derivative of bromance. Right. Except for it's ho. Which is actually a term of endearment in our relationship. It is. Oftentimes, we refer to each other as simply ho or simply mance. Yep. Home so. Takes two. The Homance Chronicles is about a life in a point of time where we were attached to the hip. Oh, inseparable. Mostly because I lived with my parents at the time. So I had, you were my escape. Right. So through that, I forced myself upon you. And there was a, a lot of hoery. Is that a word? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, there was not, there was a lot of activity. Tons of activities in the whole fashion. Yeah, and lots of drunkenness. A lot of alcohol was consumed. And why not just tell everybody all of our embarrassing moments? Why not embarrassing moments? Not only from us, our friendship, but like our dating lives. We started to hang out right as Tinder became a thing. And I feel like I was one of the first like 500 people in the area to get on Tinder because I was ready to get. You're always the first person with anything with like IT trends. Maybe. Et cetera. I feel like I've fallen off that wagon. I certainly need to get back on. Well, that's the difference between 20s and 30s. (laughs) You know? Yeah, you just kind of give up. So we should clarify as well that many of these stories are from several years ago, and I would like to take an introspective look <laughs> at dating, aka homancery, in our 20s versus now early 30s where I barely want to leave my house. Yeah, it's awful, isn't it? It's it insane. Really is. I, it's insane. As you know, I just got my house back. And yes. I sat in the dark. In the silence and just, I didn't even, I wasn't trying to meditate. I wasn't trying to find myself. I legitimately just sat there and enjoyed the simple fact that I was, it was, I was alone and it was quiet and that was it. 
That also <laughs> happened when my power went out at 2 a.m. So I didn't have a choice at that point. But still, you'd rather be home with no power than trying to <laughs> meet somebody off of Tinder at this point in our I lives. Know, it's it's so a real sad. life transition. It really is. So real life transition. Yeah. But, I think that we just need to get right into yeah, a vintage homeant story. Okay. Yep. So that people really know Thoroughly what they're understand. getting themselves into. So this <laughs> this story, I believe well what kicked it off today for me was I was using my hair straightener and it sounds like an odd correlation, but you'll understand. You know the story very well, but it's been a minute and I feel like at this point we just need to hear it again. Yeah. At some point there's some weird van ride that happens. No, right. Ride. No, no. Wait, I thought this was a van. Who's a van ride guy. Well, that's, a, that's another day. Oh, that's another day. I thought this guy took you to Olive Garden. He did, but he did. Okay. All right, let's do it. All right. So I'm sitting there, and actually I was walking through the mall, and it was a summer day, and my hair, as you know, gets wild, and I just didn't tame it. I just put it up, and I was cruising through the mall. And, of course, you walk by those kiosks where the guys are like, hey, lady, hey, lady, let me put this Oh, my God, I avoid eye contact as much as possible. At all costs, to a point where, you know, they basically reach out and grab your arm. So, oh my God, if somebody touched me. Oh yeah, no, it was weird. So <laughs> I'm walking through the mall. I see this kiosk. These guys are selling, of course, their flat irons and they're like $300 flat irons, which is absurd. But now I can understand and I fucking appreciate it. So I'm walking by, I'm going, I don't ever go to the mall. I hate shopping, but I'm feeling good about life feeling good about myself you know i got a good tan happening i was going fresh face i'm sure we you know woke up at 11 a.m oh yeah sauntered to coney island for sure filled our faces it was potentially nap time oh yeah you know it was one of those days we were just yeah and then i was like oh you might still have been drunk oh i know i was (laughs) because certainly had to have been because the way i acted is it was irresponsible so I am walking through the mall. This guy says to me, your hair is beautiful. I looked. I said, I know. And I kept walking. Typical Sarah fashion. (laughs) I know. (laughs) So then I'm walking back from the store I had went to. And he was like, hey, your hair is beautiful. You're so beautiful. Let me straighten your hair. And I said, listen, I'll tell you what. I've got some time. You're not going to straighten a piece of my hair because that's absurd. You're going to do the whole thing. And he goes, perfect. I'd love to spend more time with you. That right there should have been my red flag. But I was going for it. Let's see what this has to offer. Well, you really were like, I don't want to do my hair today. Essentially, that's that was we were going to go out that night. I really didn't want to fuck with it. So two birds, one stone. Okay. Just entertain this man. So again, you're the only person who would sign up for more time with one of these people. <laughs> Yes, that is correct. Only Everyone that. else who like sits down to try out anything at one of those kiosks has like one leg off of the chair, <laughs> a touch of their butt cheek on it, and like full ready to run mode. Oh yeah, they're like this cream's got to burn my face. Right? I already know it's all chemicals. He's off gonna, I go. He's gonna burn my and you're like that straightener. You're like let me just settle in. Oh, I settled the fuck in too. <laughs> I sure did. So 
I sit down and he starts to, he is from the Middle East. He is, and, and I'm cool with that, but he is like thoroughly embedded still. His social everything about him, he is embedded in the Middle East culture. Fresh off the boat is what you're trying to say. No, no, oh. he is an entrepreneur. He is, as I This learned, is his choice over a gas station. Right. Okay. Because he was an entrepreneur and he was a salesman. Okay. And he was really selling it to me. And he's talking about the steam rolling off my hair and how it was so much better because of the ceramic plates. And, oh, by the way, I think you're gorgeous. I'd love for you to be a hair model. You know, this is when my hair was, like, 13 feet long and naturally just dark. And it was, like, Disney princess hair. And I was like, all right, whatever. He's like, let me get your phone number. And I'm like, listen, I know where this is going, but I'm going to play along. Here's my phone number. But you give your phone number to anybody. Well, yeah, because it's hilarious. I, on the other hand, get very squirmy. I have a whole (coughs) internal conversation about what am I going to do if this person actually uses my phone number and I don't want to talk to them. I've given people the wrong phone number because I'm that person. Oh, yeah. Because in the moment, I panic because I never want to give anybody my phone number. (laughs) And so it's just, yes, instantaneous panic. No, no, no. 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 And then you're just giving your phone number away to anybody. Oh, yeah, because it's hilarious. And this is why we make such a good homance. I think so. We are definitely yin and yang. That is for certain. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe I still... You gave the hair straightener guy your phone number. I did. I gave it to him. So I knew exactly what was going to happen. I knew that as soon as I walked out of the fucking mall, he was going to text me. Well, he actually waited until I was home. He didn't know where I was. It was not like he had GPS. But, like, he gave that. (laughs) You said that like he waited until I was home. He knew. No, he didn't know. It was odd. (laughs) I expected it as soon as I fucking walked out of the mall and got into my car. But, no, no, he, he, he let it saturate a little bit longer than normal. And he said, I'd like to take you out for dinner. And I was like, okay, that's cool, whatever. I knew that was coming. I think at this point I had told you. You had told me? I told you. I said, ho. (laughs) Guess what I did? Told me what you did. I told you that I gave this man (laughs) my phone number, (laughs) to which you were like, I don't under-fucking-stand it. And I was like, I don't either, but it's going to be a hilarious story. And here we are. Oh, man. So we go... He invites me to Carabas, which is like an upper scale Italian restaurant for those of you. At upper scale is it's borderline, honestly. I know, but it was like you know, it, had it was a nice gesture, right? It was better than let me take you for a drink or Olive Garden, which is where we ended up. So <laughs> we, I, I go and meet up with him. He's outside. He's sitting there with his ripped acid wash jeans and his fucking hair all done you know like and you could smell him did he have long enough hair to straighten uh it was just i can't recall it exactly but it looked bad it was kind of like those um but if his hair looks bad why is he a trustworthy source of hair products i don't know i don't know he gave me my hair straightener and a bunch of other shit and i which i just threw the last of it away he gave it to me all for like a 200 dollars, which is a steal (laughs) i still use that flat iron Today. So I walk up. He's standing outside. He looks like he's talking to himself. This is when, like, Bluetooth headsets were all the rage and everybody that was somebody had one. You're making it sound like it's the early 2000s, and it's not. Well, that's where he was stuck. <laughs> so I'm walking. The breeze hits him, and it just carries this 
just terrible body spray over to me, and I'm thinking, fuck. Here comes him and his axe body spray. Here we go. Here yeah. we go. But no, it wasn't axe because he didn't he didn't fucks with the axe. He was fancy because he made a lot of money at his mm-hmm. mall kiosk. So mm-hmm. he, you know, he leveled up a little bit and he got himself some like Armani or whatever. Drakkar Noir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you did that because if I attempted to say shit like that, it would not come out. So he's and he's talking as I'm walking up and I'm waving like, hey, and he keeps talking and talking. And I'm like, I don't understand what you're saying to me. Come to find out, he was on the phone talking to somebody in a completely different language. And I was like, oh, you're not actually talking to me. So he gives me like a half hug and he escorts me into the restaurant. Still didn't say anything to me directly. Just walks me into the restaurant, sets me up, hangs up. He's like, hey, how are you? And he's so close to me. Like, I'm my back is on the wall and he's about hand width away from me, you know, where the microphone is right now. He was so fucking close. So I had to take my arm and my purse and kind of put it between us. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, this is going to be quite the ordeal. So we're waiting. At that point, fight or flight. And oh, I was in it. And you were in it. I would have ran. fighting it. I would have been fighting, out of there. Fighting for my right to have this amazing story to tell you. <laughs> God. <laughs> So okay, I'm buckled in. Yeah, let's get let's get to the action. Okay, so Carabas was taking entirely way too long for him. He was a very impatient human. Um, He was also a very close talker, and he was also he had the fucking worst breath imaginable. And he decided he didn't want to wait anymore. But he also had some shit to deal with because his people. He's an entrepreneur. Yeah, his people at his kiosk setup needed his car. Turns out it was a mint green 1997 Dodge minivan. There is a van. I knew there was a van. <laughs> yeah, I know. Damn it. So he looks at me and goes, hey, listen, I got to drop my car off to the mall. Would you mind following me? And then we can go to Olive Garden. And I was like, oh, no, no fancy Carabas. Uh, all right. Fuck it. So I follow him to the mall, which is, you know, again, the street. Opportunity, oh, opportunity to run. Just dip. And I didn't. No. You no, committed to this. Yeah. Because it gets better. <laughs> so he drops his minivan off and he gets into my car and he goes, okay, let's go to Olive Garden. I'm like, all right, how do I get there? So he tells me how to get there. And he says, you know, I really appreciate this. Um, can you drive me home afterwards too? And I'm like, well, where the fuck do you live, man? And he, you know, he was like about 10 miles away from where we were. And I was like, Ugh, fine, whatever. Pre-Uber. He could have just gotten a taxi, but it was like a Wednesday night, so whatever. So we go to fucking Olive Garden. They set us up in a booth. And you know those booths at Olive Garden are made for giant humans? And I'm not a giant human, and he wasn't a giant human, so we were essentially 15 feet apart from each other, and he was not cool with that. We were too far away from each other. (laughs) And he wanted me to sit on the same side as him. And I said, you no, can fuck so yourself. No, it's so weird. It's so, yes. Go no. fuck yourself. That's so weird. I'm not sitting next to you. Uh, but then he was like, you know what? You're right. I want to look at you. I don't want to sit The next only time to it's you. okay to sit next to somebody is when you're sitting at the bar. Right. And a lot of times I'm fidgety yes. and turning my chair yes. and trying to find ways to put my bubble back in place. Right. Right. Your bubble's a lot bigger than mine. So <laughs> I get it. 
So uh, the server comes over and he, the server's like, how is everybody doing tonight? And he's like, not good. I need a smaller table right off the bat. And I'm like, what? Oh. And she's like, okay, I'll be right back. So she ends up, the hostess comes over and they move us to this fucking patio table, you know, those little iron tables that are not made to eat dinner at. And two chairs and the Olive the Garden. The Bistro. Yeah. The Olive Garden Bistro, a.k.a. the Tile Bar <laughs> with the fucking shelves that have the one gallon of fucking wine <laughs> in three colors, white, red, and pink. Right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, of course, then he is knocking knees with me and I'm like, what are you doing bro you just touched my hair in a semi-professional setting like a couple days ago that doesn't mean you get to like knock knees with me because you know that's going to lead to hand on the thigh move and then i'm gonna have to kick you in your nuts in front of all these people oh by the way this bar setting was in the very front of the restaurant so anybody who walked in saw us two and the awkward bartender Mm -hmm. watching this whole interaction go down Mm -hmm. so again when you move tables Opportunity number 753 for you to leave. <laughs> uh-huh. Instead of going to the next table, you just keep walking out the front door. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Bye. <laughs> so no, no, I was in it because I was hungry at that point. There was so much work involved in this. I wanted fucking dinner. <laughs> God damn it. Dinner stands knee knocking. <laughs> yes. So the server comes over and he's like, hi, how you guys doing? What can I get you to drink? And this guy's like, you know what? I'm going to have some wine tonight. Proceeds to get up out of his chair, saunters slowly over to the wall and puts his hands on his hips and does a power stance in front of the three different fucking options they have. White, red, pink. And he goes, you know, I think I'm going to go with the red, the table red tonight. And the server's like, okay. He's like, yeah, can I just get this off the wall? Guy's like, no, that is definitely decoration. I'll get you a new one. What the fuck? Sits down. Server comes over and open, tries to open it for him. But due to his religion, he can't open it for him. He's got to open it for himself. Server can't open it for him. What? Guy has to open it himself. What? Cool. How is that a religious thing? Um, I don't know. It was on a Wednesday. I think he was like, I'm going to be really absurdly terrible with my references right now, but I feel like he was Jewish, some facet of Judaism. Hmm. And I think that's a thing. I mean, obviously it is. So he had to open his own gallon of wine. And he asked me if I wanted some. This is the first time in my life I turned down alcohol in a setting. Because I wasn't about that life. I wanted to be full on sober for this entire experience. Cause you know how I get when I drink. But he got that whole gallon for the both of you to share. No. No, he got that whole gallon so he could fucking drink half of it and then take it home. home. Cause you can do that. So he opens his own wine. We order dinner. He orders some food. He, during the conversation, he's like, you should be happy that you woke up this morning because your soul came back to your body. You should wake up every day and smile because your soul decided it was good enough for, you know, to come back to you in, in the morning when the sun rose. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, your soul, it leaves your body every time you go to sleep. 
And I was like, oh, I don't know if I knew that. I guess I didn't know that. And then he's trying to tell me. This is me, a whole cultural experience Yeah, for you. it was really immersive. Oh, my. So, <laughs> so then he starts telling me about um, how I should come work for him because that would make so much money. And as I, a hair model? No, as a, as a salesperson. He was trying no. to pitch me. Yeah. He, how did you go from hair model to salesperson? Oh, he wanted me to make money for him. And, you know, he was like, you're beautiful. I think you would sell so much. He's a you know, hair pimp. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty <laughs> fucking much. <laughs> So he's like, you should probably fucking just come work for me and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, listen, I'm not interested in that mostly because I fucking hate people. And he's like, you shouldn't hate people. I can teach you how to love people. And I was like, listen, it's a choice. I think humanity is just fucking rotten to its core. And I choose not to involve myself in those semi-platonic interactions. I just – I have people that I like. I have people that I don't like. And that's about 95% of the population. And I like to keep it at that. And he was trying, he was proceeding to tell me how I needed to learn how to be thankful and happier and he could teach me how to be all these things. And I was like, listen, shut the fuck up. I'm good on all that. And then he was like, is this the longest dinner ever? Yeah, it was fucking a nightmare. I think it was honestly a four hour experience with this person. How did you survive? I ate. Um, without drinking. Yeah, that's the thing. That is the miracle. That is what we're talking about. And I didn't have Xanax at that point either. I was stone cold sober, just living the dream. And so, <laughs> I mean, well, your soul is telling you just, <laughs> yeah, no, it was there. It be was happy and smile every day. So Love people, humanity mm-hmm. is great. So <laughs> I switched the subject and like, so how's your food? And he had gotten some, <laughs> like pasta plate or whatever and he was like here you should try it and I was like oh no I'm okay but he proceeded to take this fork full of food shove it at my mouth and like nudge my lip with it and I was like get the fuck out of here with your shit get out of (laughs) here so I opened my mouth and I ate it it was delicious (laughs) get the fuck out of here Mm. (laughs) I had to it was so good um, he kept trying to get me to drink. I wasn't doing it. Uh, and then he was very interested in getting dessert just to spend a little bit more fucking time with me. It was about 930 at this point. And he goes, do you want dessert? I said, no, I don't need dessert. I would, I need to go to bed. He's like, you don't need to do anything. You choose to do whatever it is that you do in your life. And I said, okay, well, I'm choosing to go home and go to bed. And he's like, okay, no problem. Sorry. I got to pee. I get up, I go pee, and I come back. And he ordered some fucking dessert. Opportunity. One million. (laughs) To exit the building. Didn't. And you're still at this point needing to take this guy home. Yep. Mm -hmm. Again, you could have just left him and his wine there. Oh, he was saucy. He was feeling feeling himself at this point. Like I said, he drank a half gallon of wine, which I feel I now need to do after telling a story. (laughs) So he drank all that wine. He orders dessert. I looked at the server. I said, can you please bring the bill? It's time for us to go. And the guy was like, yep, no problem. So he brings the bill over and this guy signs it. I'm already in my jacket. Like, let's fucking get out of here. We walk to my car. He's trying to hold my hand. I'm doing the, you know, um, Melania Trump move where I'm betting his shit away from me because I just have zero interest <laughs> in that at the moment. I'm like doing ninja moves, trying to avoid all touch human contact. And I think at the person. time you were like in a dart, so you were close together. No, I was in a right. compass. Oh. Even worse, because it didn't have that fucking middle barrier. 
<laughs> Center Council missing. Yeah, missing. <laughs> it was a why it was like almost as if there was a fucking bench seat in that car, remember? It was oh, so yeah. bizarre. So of course this leads into this guy. So no bubble. No, no bubble. Oh man. And so I'm sitting there and all of a sudden I feel him. He wasn't seat belted and I was like, if you don't buckle your fucking seatbelt, I'm gonna crash his car on purpose. Buckle your seatbelt because they had that chime. And all I wanted to do was scream. Oh my god. So I sat the car, I put it in park. I'm like, if you don't How put can it on, how can he deal with himself? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say the chime. Just he the... was drunk as shit. <laughs> drunk as fuck. I don't care. I don't care how drunk I am. If there's a ding in the background, I'm losing it. Yeah, well, that's because you're a sane human being. He is not, <laughs> obviously. We've established this many Many minutes ago. <laughs> so I'm driving and I start to feel his arm creep in behind my back. So I'm, you know, sitting in the driver's seat. His left arm is slowly starting to move in and then his body is starting to follow. And the next thing you know, he's legitimately, his upper torso is behind me as I'm driving this car and all I can think is, I just want to get him the fuck home so I can, like, have a clear conscience that I got him home safe and I didn't, because ha- I'm weird like that. As much as I wanted to fucking run him over with my car, I also wanted to deliver him safe at home so I didn't have anything else to be, like, feel bad about. So then all of a sudden, his left hand creeps around the front of my head and he proceeds to put a hand face mask on me and blinds me from driving. <laughs> So I have this this finger hand situation happening on my fucking eyes. His hand is so dirty. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it was. His hand is dirty and now it's on your face. And yeah. And so I'm like pulling his fingers apart so I can see the road. <laughs> and then his fucking – he starts to like fish hook me with his pinky. And I was like, what are you fucking doing? Sit down. And he – oh, I'm so sorry. I just think you're so beautiful. I just want to be so close to you. I'm like, listen – that's a move that you do when somebody's beautiful. Just faceplant them like it's a basketball. No, they like, like I mean, hand plant. Yeah, like no, it's a but like the the wrap around fish hook hand plant move was just I have never in my life experienced such a tremendous situation in my life. He's behind me. He's wrapping around me. He's got his fucking face hand mask going on, and I'm leaning so far up into the steering wheel at this point. I'm driving with my tits, and that's kind of basically impossible because they're so small. <laughs> So I'm like, oh, fuck, this is ridiculous. So I finally get him back to his apartment and he starts telling me how I need to come upstairs and smoke hookah with him. And I was like, as a, you previously told me. Yeah, I have a choice. I have a choice and I'm choosing to tell you, nah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well, at least give me a kiss. Hard pass. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, at least give me a kiss. And I was like, no, 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 no. No, no. He comes in hot. Tongue out, ready to go. <laughs> what? Yes. No one enters. No, he entered. I no fucking, one enters with their tongue out. I put my hand up and his tongue went through my fingers and touched my lips. The force. No, that's like a sci-fi The momentum movie. this human had. He oh, was no. going hot. Like, just, oh. oh my God. And I was like, get the fuck out of my car. I'm done with you. Get the fuck out of my car. Hair pimp leads with a tongue. Hair, that's the headline. Hair pimp leads with a fucking tongue. Oh, God. Through my fingers. Into my mouth. All this is so dirty. So bad. And and just, he's still, my car, for weeks afterwards, reeked of that human. 
reeked of him. The combination of Dracar Noir <laughs> and red wine. Olive, olive Garden sweats. <laughs> <laughs> and half a gallon of red wine. Yeah. I mean. It was terrible. But several for breezes later. No for breezing. I just rocked those windows down for the rest of the summer because oh, you can't just compound it. You the more you add, the worse it gets. It's like an onion. There's so many levels and layers. Like no. So yeah, that was that was the hair straightener. Vintage <laughs> hair straightener story <laughs> from my late twenties. Yeah. Homance Chronicles vintage story number one. Oh god. Does not disappoint. Hair pimp. Oh, man. How did you uh, get him to stop texting you? Because I'm sure that he wanted more. He wanted that tongue in your mouth at some point. Oh, he did. He wanted these lips wrapped around his hookah pipe or whatever the <laughs> fuck. And probably some other pipes. <laughs> Sicko. <laughs> <laughs> no, he kept texting me and I finally told him I wasn't interested. I would say, but I feel like you would... Half-heartedly, yeah, I you would still respond to him. Yeah, I did. I, I don't – I think ghosting people is the absolute worst thing you could possibly do to humans. Like because it just – you perpetuate their wonderment and eventually they come back around full circle. Like if I tell you now, that means it's final and there's really no turning back from that in my world. So I tell you no and then if you can persist, then I ghost you or whatever. But so for months afterwards – he would send me pictures of himself with his hookah next to his pool by his apartments. Hey, girl, you want to come hang out at the pool? I was like, no, I'm good. I'm all oh set with God. this. Yeah. And I still have his number in my phone. I just found it the other day. This was like, what, six, seven years ago? Oh, my God. Let's see. Not okay. Not okay. Not okay. That's. Yep. Still have it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> What does it say underneath there, Royale? That's the name of the hair straightener. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Let's not give him that much credit. I'm like, why is that there? Royale. <laughs> yeah, that's the company of the hair straightener. You know, I like to put people in my phone and make references as to how I know them. I know. I should just change it to hair pimp. All of them were like, Chad Bumble. <laughs> John, Tinder. Right. Face slap guy. Fifth Ave. Right. <laughs> I've had several guys tell me, like from Rambo. dating apps, I've had them tell me, you're in my phone as Nicole Bumble. Oh, absolutely. And I don't get offended. Well, no. Why would you? I don't know. Well, I immediately assume that if they're dating people who are around my age, that they have 700 Nicoles in their phone. Yeah, Nicole Bumble. <laughs> One, two, three, four. How many fucking and, Sarahs are there in the world? I know. And so <laughs> I feel like the early 80s was when Nicole was like a really popular name. Oh, that should still pop on off to this day. Oh, I don't know. I don't know things about kids. But <laughs> <laughs> I know too much and I hate it. But yeah, oh. I feel like maybe I should be offended. Nah. But no, because no. most of the time, I mean, it doesn't get past the texting. Right. I have zero interest, so. Well, yeah, you said you had a story. Let's have it. I know. I have a new potential chronicle. Okay. So this is interesting. I'm so excited. <laughs> I don't have hot, the new ones anymore. Hot off the press. Oh, my God. I have a brunch date tomorrow. Oh, are you going to wear your brunch squad shirt? I'm not. <laughs> Because why? Because my brunch squad sweatshirt. I was wearing it yesterday when I had um, 
biofreeze on my shoulder, so it smells like <laughs> like an old lady. <laughs> smells like no, it smells. Biofreeze is not necessarily old lady. It's it's definitely post workout. Yeah, gross. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> you put biofreeze so, on. <laughs> I mean, my shoulder hurts. Um. So anyway, I have a brunch date tomorrow. Where? Uh, so this is the story. <laughs> yeah, okay. Let's have it. My coworker has a personal trainer. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. Can I back up just for one second? Sure. When when did we start doing brunch dates? Like what age does that start? Because I don't know if I've – Well, there's a, there was a negotiation. <laughs> <laughs> that led to the brunch date, OK? OK. Let's have it. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> Let's go. Let's have this. So my coworker has a personal trainer. Okay. Who she has been mentioning. And she mentioned him more like over the summer. She was like, I think it would be a fun summer thing because the gym that she goes to, you could see from my house. Of course. <laughs> right next to the fucking Taco Bell. So, so potential uh, personal trainer booty is like down the street. So she's like, I think it would be a good, you know, fun summer thing. Like that's when she had mentioned it. Because at the same time, she's like, you know, because he's kind of broke. So it would just be like a fun thing. He's got a really good body. Well, obviously, he's you a know. personal fucking trainer. Yeah. So I've just let that ride its course, right? There was mm-hmm. nothing that happened from it. And then he had a gala to go to and was wondering, like, if she had any single friends to go with him. I'm sorry. He's a personal trainer. Yeah. How does a gala fit into your personal trainer life? It's some volunteer organization thing. Oh. Yeah. I don't remember the details about this gala because I didn't get the chance to go. Right. Okay. <sighs> so. <laughs> so he says, you know. Would your single friend that you had mentioned before like to go to this gala with me? But it was last Saturday when I was hosting game night at my own house. So nope. I can't cancel on nope. game night nope. at my own house to go to a gala with some guy I don't know. Right. No, because we all would have been of v ho- upset with you. Well, yeah. And of I probably course, would have let everybody in a, uh, and you just would have came back to a full house of women. Yeah. I Well, I knew what was coming, so I didn't do it. <laughs> So I didn't even mention that I had this happen, right? So the reason, though, that obviously I had game night planned is because I am a planner. Mm-hmm. And he asks about accompanying him at a gala on Saturday on a Wednesday before. And so I had told my coworker, like, tell him that, you know, people have lives. <laughs> See, now in my world, that's ample time because I'm not sure <laughs> – what I'm doing tomorrow. Yeah, no, I was like, people have lives. You have a life. I <laughs> fly by the seat of my pants. Oh, man. To me, that would have been like, uh, I don't know. I'll let you know on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So she shows him a picture of me from Costa Rica. My eyes just got really wide. Yeah. Is it the one where you're on the horse or is it the one where that man is... Zip lining behind ne- you. No, no, no. Neither of those. The one where my hair is done elegantly and, you know, it's oh, a glamour shot. The banger photo. Yeah. Yep, and so then perfect. he's like all in, right? Hands down. Sign me up. 
So coworker tells me that she shows him the picture and I'm and then that's it. Like period. I showed him the picture. I was like, you can't end this sentence Wait, this I'm way. Sorry. There's no follow up to this. Right. I was like, so what did he say? <laughs> Why are you forcing me to inquire? Why can't you you just freely gave me this information? Right. Right. And so she's like, oh, no, he saw your picture and he's very interested. Well, duh. Continue. Very complimentary. Uh Blah, blah, blah. Right. So this whole kind of what did he say? What did she say? Starts to annoy coworker. (laughs) She put herself into that position. So at one point during one of her personal training sessions, he Gives her a message to give to me. Oh, my fucking God. And yeah, that's how she reacted as well. And she's like, how about we're adults and I just give you her phone number? <laughs> but she didn't give him my phone number because she wanted my permission. Right. Is this the older one or the younger coworker? Um, 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 I mean, she's a little bit older than okay. me, but like not – it's not older. Right. You know. So I text her – written approval to give him my phone number. Did she need to show him the approval? No, I just oh. felt like because she was so leery about giving my phone number to him that I should provide written confirmation permission oh to do so. Oh my god. <laughs> Doesn't she sit next to you? Yes. <laughs> Couldn't you have just gone over to her and be like, it's fine. Yes. Look me in my eyes. I'm cool with it. Yeah, but... You had to send a fucking text message. I mean, that was that was on me, though. Right. Obviously. I was sitting next to her, and I sent it. <laughs> yeah, you do have your legal issues with things. <laughs> so uh, she was going to her personal training session, like, that night or the next day or something. And she goes... Do you have a message for me to take to him? What? Because she was joking. She was being sarcastic. And I was like, nope. He can just put on his man pants and text me whenever he's got the balls. <laughs> you know? I would have written like a note. No, this is a this is a conversation that we're having in person. Yeah, I would have written her a note on oh. a piece of paper and slid it across the table real slyly and be like, you can let him take a look at this. <laughs> Do you want to go out with me? Yes. No, no it just would have box. been a picture of like stick boobs. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, said personal trainer texts me like the next day or two days later or something. He doesn't text me right away upon receiving my phone number. Of course not because that's still a thing. But he texts me at 9.41 a.m. on a Wednesday. Nope. And I was like, who's an early texter? I get this phone. I get this text from a number I don't know, assuming that it's a business-related thing because it's 9.41 in the morning on a Wednesday. Right. Right? You assume. No. I will read you said text. Oh, my God. <laughs> Good morning, Nicole. You may know me through a mutual friend that shares our pics like a creeper. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for entertaining the idea of going with me last Saturday. We may have to try something a bit less extravagant to meet now. Oh. And I, of course, uh, said the expectations have already been set. There's nothing less than a gala that I will attend with him. (laughs) Um, To which he proceeds to be very (coughs) sarcastic And, you know, it's right up my alley as far as the witty banter that's Mm -hmm. starting to happen here. Um, His schedule is a little funky. So Uh, he's a personal trainer. And he has a two-year-old son. Oh, no. 
Annie lives in Northville. So. <sighs> and for the record, that's like, what, 20 miles from where you live? At least, yeah. Probably. But he, again, he works a stone's throw away. Right. So he says, as, you know, our Winty banter continues on and he's trying to figure out. Winty, yes. Winty banter. Um, <laughs> our witty banter. Uh, so we're trying to figure it out as far as like when to meet. And he was really concerned that I go to sleep at 9 p.m. during the week when really I have a hard time falling asleep like before midnight. Right. And when he posed that question, I thought – I was assuming for texting and calling purposes, you know? Right. Like, are you up until 9? Right. Know? No, because he gets off work at like 9. And he's interested in and w- shaboning. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't? <laughs> um, but not that initially, just getting a drink. And I'm like, oh, well, I mean, I'm normally home, not really doing anything at 8.30, 9 o'clock during the week because, you know, I get up at the crack of dawn yeah. for work. Uh, so I guess I'm free, but I just don't generally leave the house again at that yeah. point in time, right? Again, difference between 20s and 30s. 20s okay, I didn't and 30s. realize he was that young. No, no, no. I'm saying in my dating repertoire, mm-hmm. if somebody said, meet me at 9 o'clock during the week, I'd be like, Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. And now I'm 34 and I'm like, oh, god damn it. Sweatpants. (laughs) Took my makeup off three hours ago. Yeah. So I got to mentally prepare for this. Yeah. You got to be. That's a long fucking day. You got to be on the ready. It's a long fucking day to leave the house again at 830 or 9 o'clock. So anyway, uh, we're talking about this on that Wednesday. Yeah. And I said, well, I guess I prefer like a Wednesday or Thursday if it's going to be kind of a late night because the Monday and Tuesday is just weird. Well, And he has his son on Friday night. Of course. And then this Saturday, today, he's got some work event thing. Situation. He's got a work event bowling thing or something. Jim Gala. And and then he has his son on Sunday nights, right? So anyway, he says, uh, while we're discussing this on a Wednesday – Oh, hey, it's a Wednesday, to which I was not prepared to go out with him that night, so I just didn't acknowledge that he said it. (laughs) (laughs) New strategy. Straight the fuck up, ignore you. (laughs) I said something, but nothing to the effect of what he was talking about. Just skirt the issue here. Yeah. And so (laughs) then a couple days later, he just calls me out on rejecting him. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I know, I realize what you did. I see what you did there. How old is he? Uh, 40, I think. Oh! So, anyway, he, um... Cause oh. I, so, on Thursday, this past Thursday, he said he went to dinner at Mongolian Barbecue, and I said, by yourself? Question mark? Yeah, and he's like, yeah, but you already rejected me, So and I didn't want to ask you again and be annoying to join me for dinner. And hey, was, he listens in a weird, roundabout way. Um, I guess... And then we texted quite a bit on Thursday, and he said that waiting until next week seemed like years away. Oh, Thursday much? Yeah. See, well, or I'm just so irresistible. That's also a thing. He's been staring at my picture ever since he saw it. <laughs> um, what are the odds that he is currently just he's just stalked you, stalked the fuck out of you? Uh. Uh, probably happened. 
That's what people do nowadays. Right? Right? Um, and so our negotiation came into Sunday brunch time because he didn't want to wait till next week. He was very impatient. Mm-hmm. And I've got a life, as I've already stated to right. him. So I said, tomorrow I can do brunch. I have to be home by 2 because my mom and grandma are coming over at 3 because and they're I always early. Pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, so this is the first legitimate date that you're going to go on in how long? Like a legitimate date where I go sit down and have a meal with somebody? Yeah. A long time. Yeah, I'm talking like seven months right it's been a minute six or seven months yes and um he's pretty funny so i'm not worried about there being any awkwardness i guess or if there is he'll fill it with his jokes he's got jokes yeah he's pretty funny if he's in his 40s and he's fit yeah that's enough (laughs) for what he's not Clearly. For the, for just brunch or to fuck him? Well, we'll see. <laughs> I mean, if he's in his 40s and he doesn't have a dad bod, I mean, that's pretty impressive, right? I don't know. I guess maybe you have different expectations of people, but yes. Yes. I think there's a good population of dad bods, and that's why I'm, I haven't gone on a date in six yeah, months. Yeah, like apprehensive. I can't, you know, honestly, um, <laughs> being in my 30s is the weirdest thing ever to me because hearing he's 40 to mm-hmm. me is just... It's a mind fuck. Yeah, but that's only six years older than me. Exactly. It's a mind fuck. Because in my brain, I'm still in my 20s. <sighs> I'm still a boss bitch. And I can wrangle who, what. But age is not connected to being a boss bitch. You can be a boss bitch at any age. Right. But mm, mm, at this point, we're approaching cougar status, and it makes me super fucking nervous. We're not. No, no, no. Cougar is... When you're at least late thirties, right? I, don't, I mean, I don't know. What's the definition it, of cougar? Well, it keeps fucking changing. The goalposts keep fucking moving. I thought cougar definitely was thirty-five and older, at least. Well, see, you're a year away then. Oh. See, <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like it's even worse. I've I've Urban Dictionary this, or I've Googled this. Oh, reliable sources, both of them. I've, no, I've looked this up. I'm still like a puma or a snow lion or something. I'm not a full-on cougar. Puma is snow lion. What, is if I white? made that up, I made that up. <laughs> I don't know what is that it is. Is it because you're white? I don't know. Yeah. No, it's and feisty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so this guy. That's going to be your new nickname. <laughs> white and feisty. Yeah. <laughs> Replaces dickless. <laughs> Honestly, we shouldn't. We can't share. Don't share that. I don't want. That's not okay. Yes, obviously, if I haven't been on a date, I've been dickless for a while. <laughs> I mean, that's not even where I was going with that. Oh God. You, anyway, you're upset clearly. Well, because I'm dickless. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of frustrations. Sexual. <sighs> Which leads me to my point. Of our conversation because he basically left it up to me to pick the brunch place due to my dietary restrictions. Right, because there are thousands of them. Yes. And, and well, and some other reason that I don't remember. It was sweet though. Um, (laughs) Sentiments are not her thing. So I told him. 
My foot fell asleep. I told him that I was interested in going to a restaurant in Birmingham tomorrow, but, you know, there's always a long wait for brunch. Uh, So I told him I was struggling with my (laughs) decision-making. And uh, then he suggested a different place, like downtown Detroit. Oh. And I said, um, yeah, that place has a great patio in the summer, but I was selfishly looking at Birmingham because I want to go to West Elm. (laughs) Again, haven't dated in a while. Already assuming that it could potentially be a waste of time, but at least I'll be next to Wes Elm while they're having a sale. (laughs) (laughs) To which he replies, you know, what is Wes Elm? Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a home decor type store, right? Oh, yeah. And, oh, and he's like super handy. He's already volunteered himself to do projects at my house. Oh, good. I know. Fixed. I know. Dick window removed. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I'm telling him, like, it's a home decor place. And he was like, do they have endless mimosas and Bloody Marys? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like him. I was like, well, that would be amazing. I'd spend way more money than I need to. But um, anyway, since he's a handyman, he's kind of into that stuff. So yeah. he was cool with going. And he actually said, I don't care where we go, nor do I think it's selfish. I gave you free reign. Right? Okay. I know. Hopeful. And um, and then as the conversation continues today, because I still haven't clarified what's <laughs> happening tomorrow. Um, Miss, I have a life. He goes. So I have to have shit planned yeah, he, months in he advance. He goes, brunch is 11 with no wait, probably 45 minutes to an hour, then home store, then home by two. I'm like, yes, that's what I was thinking. Oh, perfect. I was like, but even if there's a wait, we could still go to the... West Elm, I don't know if that's, like, your type of adventure, though. Right. You know, like... So we've gone from, like, dating to just home shopping? It's a combination at this point. You Um, are mushing the two birds with the one stone there. Yeah, and he was like, oh, is it, like, next door? He's like, I have fun on any adventure. I'm a home project guy. I like those stores. And I was like, you know, it's around the corner. I said, there's a sale I'm betting. You might want to be a decision partner in this purchase pending things go well. Very forward of you. And he just – he like sent me back crying face emoji guys and I was like – it wasn't really more of a joke as it was a flirtation in my head, right? No, no. I mean that's how and, you flirt. As you well, yeah. Flirt. And so he's like, uh, best buy guy said, what's so funny? And I said, oh, nothing. <laughs> and I was like, well, what's really funny is that was my best attempt at flirting. <laughs> That was my best attempt. Aside from just letting a titty fly out. <sighs> I'm flirting now. Yeah, so he told me it was salad flirting, that I went above and beyond. And then he said it was his turn. And so he was like, because um, he mentioned picking the place and the attire. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and so he said, I guess it's my turn. He goes, I'm thinking Kentucky Derby style attire. <laughs> so I feel like things dress. things could go well. You know, there's potential. It could go well. Uh, not terrible, at least is what I'm aiming for. <laughs> right? Expectations are very low. Set them very low. Well, that's cool. I'm excited. Oh, what's nice about this situation is that he's a real person that another <laughs> real person knows. And that other real person's pretty legit human. Right. And so we've already established no stranger danger. Right. Which is my forte. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. 
So strangers abound. Let's just talk about how long it's been since I've been hooked up with somebody or set up with somebody who like the other person actually knows. Never. How about never? Really? I've, I don't think so. I can't. You know, I can't think. It's of been a, a long time. Like there's time. there was a one boyfriend where we we met each other because we had a mutual yeah. acquaintance, but we were all there. It's not like the mutual acquaintance set it up for us. Right, right. We just all were at the same place at the same time. Yeah, just, it was a and then it was like, happening. oh, we talked because we knew this mutual person. That's so funny. So I have never been like set up with somebody. Fuck. I don't think I have either. That's us. Yeah. And a whole new world. <laughs> I'm in my can't you see? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in my thirties, so I take my dates to West Elm <laughs> after fucking brunch. <laughs> <laughs> my oh. fucking god, I can't, I cannot wait to hear okay, the rest of well, this story. Since we're coming in on a close, yeah, we're closing it up. We're wrapping I'm gonna it up. show you his picture. Oh, so that you can have uh, a natural reaction. As we close out the show. Are you ready? Oh, look at him. He's attractive. He's cute, right? Aside from that child in the picture. He's cute. He's cute, right? He's cute. <laughs> Wait. He's cute. And I know Does he have good teeth? I mean, I know that's neck up, but he's, there's a good body happening under there. Well, obviously, you don't have fat physical trainers, personal trainers. Physical trainers? Whatever. <laughs> We've only corrected each other a thousand times, seven hundred times during this <laughs> one hour. One hundred eighty-seven times. We cannot talk right for the, our lives. I mean, jeez. I, I never can. That's I told you. Does he have hair? No. Well, it's going away. So Does he realize he's it? all. Yeah, he's always in a hat. Is what she told me. Does he recognize the fact that it's going away? Yeah, and that's like. Yeah, coworker okay said it? that he's always in a hat because he's his hair is going away. Oh, there's a smile. Okay. He's got good teeth. Okay. That's his Facebook that you're scrolling through. So oh, yeah. when you're asking if he stalked me, obviously, because we're both stalking him. Yep. Oh, here, here, now here's. Yeah. Him. Yeah. But that's. I feel like he looks so. He looks so different without a hat on. He does. But so, I think. I feel I have, but that picture was from the top down, which is a terrible angle on somebody who's balding. <laughs> like, what? What friend does that to you? Fuck that friend. Well, that's clearly like a grandma picture. Like his mother took that picture. I'm pretty sure. But no, I think, I think that the next time we talk, it's gonna be a good fucking time. Uh we'll see. We'll see. Car- I already carpe diem. Oh, seize the carp. <laughs> Oh, man. My God. Well, what an exciting first little episode we just did. I know. It was good. I really hope that our family and friends and then our three stranger listeners enjoyed our our little chat. We really took them down a journey. We did. We took them down that path. We took them down Home Ant's journey. Uh, vintage homance and new homance adventure. Yep. yep. <sighs> and we have so many more stories. Yeah, to tell. and uh, this new one is TBD. Yep, it is. Cliffhanger. Nailed it. Where's the bell? Ding the bell.
dinger. Man. And, you know, it was funny. I was telling a friend, a couple people about this podcast as you the opposite of you. You told one person. I no, told. I want it. Yeah, I want it to be this big surprise. Well, hey, I, I have a podcast. Listen to it. Yeah. You're like, hey, I'm doing one. Guess what? Guess what I'm doing? I'm going to tell everybody about crazy shit that happens in my life. And everybody's yeah. like, that's a really fucking good idea. So uh, somebody had said, you know, how you can't have more than like four or five good stories. And I'm like, oh, I have a plethora of stories to divulge. Yeah, there's no, there's a reason it's called the Chronicles. Yeah, because and it just never fucking ends. Twilight let's, Zone. Let's talk about how many people have to touch your face in a day. I know. Why? I don't know. I'm not. I don't give off that approachability vibe. No, you sure. So do I don't not. know why people feel like they can approach me and you touch my face. Don't. You're the one that's like, <laughs> don't fucking touch me. Whereas I'm like, hi, hello. I'm just like this little ray of sunshine, and everybody thinks it's great and it's fun. And not one time has any stranger come out to me and just put their hand on my face and like let it sit there. Ever. Well, that that spot was reserved for hair pimp. <laughs> <laughs> the one and only to touch oh, your God. face. No, no, that was a that was a fish hook. That was he hooked it right in there. He just <laughs> gave it the good old hookerino uh, with his pinky. Gross. Everything about this is so gross. Okay, so we gross. gotta. That's disgusting. You gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuck this. I'm out. All right. Uh, thanks, everybody. Thank you. What and a you. good session. Yeah, I think this is gonna be. Yeah, it's gonna be a really fun time. Yeah, Homeman's Chronicle, book one, session one. Yeah, chapters one. <laughs> Is that a thing? Sentence one. Everything one. It's <laughs> the first. And we can spell W O N. Okay, I'll stop on that. All right, we're done. <laughs>